This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It was really great this last week and Tuesday to be able to meet up with Dr. Peter Hammond and others at the March for Life. Dr. Peter Hammond is the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. And here he is. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And yes, it, it was good to march for life on Tuesday to Parliament and to make a stand for the right to life of preborn babies. And it's such an important milestone, a sad, tragic milestone, mm. uh, 25 years of legalized abortion in South Africa. Of course, that is a scandal. And um, if we want God to bless our nation, then we need to humble ourselves, pray, seek his face, and turn from our wicked ways. Mm. And uh, the killing of 2 million babies over the last 25 years, legally and officially, is just something that you can't expect God to overlook because the land uh, comes under a curse when innocent blood is shed, and uh, it's it's a serious thing. We look around and we see litter and pollution, which scars the land, and that's ugly in our sight, and it's a disgrace on any city council who cannot and does not deal with it, especially in a time of unemployment. You would think how easy to mobilize people to clean up litter, clean up mm. our rivers and our dams, and uh, litter and pollution are visible signs of a blight on a society, but a less visible and invisible blight is the shedding of innocent blood. And it's so important that we learn to live with integrity because sadly, all too often, what we see is we're living in an age of deception, an age of distraction, an age where the bulk of people don't actually see what's going on or know what's going on because those who are meant to actually be informing us are in many cases not informing us. Mm. And in Revelation we read that Satan deceives the nations. In fact, uh, we hear that the day will come when God will send an angel to bind Satan that he might Mm. deceive the nations no more, which reminds us that nations are being deceived today. In Isaiah 59, verse 14 to 15, we read, Justice is turned back, righteousness stands afar off, Truth is fallen in the street. Equity cannot enter. So truth fails. And he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. And the scriptures are clear. Leviticus 19.11 You shall not steal, nor deal falsely, nor lie to one another. Deception and theft actually go together. We read in Jeremiah 7 verse 28 This is a nation that does not obey the voice of the Lord their God, nor receive correction. Truth has perished and has been cut off from their mouth. You know that deception is pervasive. Jeremiah 9 verse 5, Everyone will deceive his neighbor and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves to commit iniquity. In Revelation, we read Revelation 12 verse 7, And war broke out in heaven, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. The whole world is being deceived. Revelation 12, 9 says, Satan who deceives the whole world. So over and over we're reminded that the world is being deceived by Satan. So if we find ourselves in agreement with the world, 
World Council Churches, United Nations, World Health Organization, UNESCO, the World Ethos, Sly Magazine, Useless News and World Report, Newspeak, the Communist News Network, the Bolshevik Broadcasting Corporation, the Sunday Times. Aware of your mind being corrupted, 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3, believe, but I fear this somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Sadly, what we are seeing is a society more and more unable to distinguish even good from evil. Alexander Solzhenitsyn said that generation now coming out of Western schools is unable to distinguish good from bad. Even those words, good or bad, are unacceptable. This results in impaired thinking ability. 2 Corinthians 4, this force says, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So many will turn away from the truth and prefer false teaching. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3 to 4, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will keep up for themselves teachers, and they will turn away their ears from the truth, and they will be turned aside to fables. We certainly see that. The truth does not change just because you don't want to hear it. We're involved in the world war of worldviews. James 4, verse 4, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity, hatred with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Galatians 1, verse 10, the Apostle Paul says, do I now seek to please men or God? Or do I seek to please men? If I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. People pleasers make traitors. We need to strive to rather please God. The heart is deceitful. Jeremiah 17, verse 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And for this reason, we need to be really careful. We can easily deceive ourselves. Sincerity is no proof of, of being accurate or true. There's a way that seems right to man, but the end thereof is a way of death. Mm. And so we read from our Lord Jesus, Matthew 15, verse 19, Out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts false witness, blasphemies. And so the heart, the human heart, the depraved human heart, the unregenerate human heart is a fountain of evil. Proverbs 12 verse 22 says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies shall perish, we read in Proverbs 19 verse 9. Let the lying lips be put to silence, we read in Psalm 31 verse 18. You see, truth is truth, even if no one believes it. And a lie is a lie, even if everyone believes it. You do not determine truth by majority opinion. And unfortunately today, a lot of it is a majority opinion as much as, well, what the mainstream, lamestream media is telling people. A lie doesn't become truth, and wrong doesn't become right, and evil doesn't become good, just because it's accepted by a majority or published in some mainstream media. Psalm 5 or 6 has this prayer. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. God will destroy those who promote falsehood. And 2 Peter 2 verse 19 could be written over many political parties and political speeches. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. How often don't we see that? And so the psalmist um, Psalm, in Psalm 101 verse 7 says, He who works deceit shall not dwell within my house. And he who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. And so we need to remove deceptive books and films and media 
promoting lives from home and from our heart. We need to disconnect from the mainstream fake news controlled mass media which hates God and blasphemes his name and which seeks to promote every kind of violence, including perversion, abortion. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from the lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. That's Psalm 120. It's, it's like garbage in, garbage out, and I'm afraid a lot of what is meant to be information is more like disinformation and distraction, and when it comes to entertainment, more like defilement. And therefore, we have to have this attitude of, uh, no, I'm not going to have that come into my heart, mind, and soul. Woe to the bloody city. It is full of lies and robbery. It's victim never depart. We read Mayhem 3 in verse 1. Mm-hmm. Communities built on lies exhibit the fruits of robbery and violence. Under the duties required in the Ninth Commandment in the Westminster Catechism, we read the need to preserve and promote the truth and to stand for the truth and to do so from the heart. That's one of the things we sought to do by marching to Parliament and making a stand for the rights and rights of pre-born babies. It's important that we live not by lies. That's the title of a book by Alexander Solzhenitsyn, published in 1974. He said that the lie is the pillar of the state, and it is vital that one does not applaud the lie, approve the lie, pretend you believe the lie, repeat the lie. The most courageous act a person can do in a society built on lies is to refuse to live a lie, to refuse to believe the lie, or to repeat it, or to pretend that you believe it, and certainly not to applaud it. And it's, it's vital that we seek to live in integrity and truth and that we speak the truth and only the truth in matters of justice, to speak the truth at all times. And this is what we are taught to do in the Scriptures. Let us live not by lies. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond. So we thank you so much for your time, Dr. Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. You can listen to this again. The podcast will be up after the program on kpupa.co.za. Thanks so much, Dr. Hammond. Have a wonderful Friday and a restful weekend. Thank you, Brad. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpupa.co.za.